Hello, my name is Father Ed Feliski from St. Clement Mission House in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. Today we celebrate the feast of St. Thomas Aquinas. And I would like to begin with our gospel reading for the day, taken from St. Mark's Gospel, chapter 4, verses 21 to 25. Jesus said to his disciples, Is a lamp brought in to be placed under a bushel basket or under a bed, and not to be placed on a lampstand? For there is nothing hidden except to be made visible. Nothing is secret except to come to light. Anyone who has ears ought to hear. He also told them, Take care what you hear. The measure with which you measure will be measured out to you and still more will be given you. The one who has, more will be given. From the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. The Gospel of the Lord. This Gospel today is very interesting in that it's uh, four different statements of Jesus which are kind of lumped together. Um, They don't really connect in any way. And um, you might ask why. I mean, they're not really, there's no logic. Um, They come together because they're famous sayings of Jesus that Mark simply puts together um, one after another. Apparently, well, first of all, Mark's gospel is the shortest of the four gospels. And Mark doesn't go into a lot of context and details. Um, And in his gospel, as we just witness in this this particular passage is that he he will um, lump together sayings of Jesus without any context. We see these same sayings, for example, in Matthew's gospel a little bit later that have a little bit more flesh, a little more context. And it's possible uh, that this happened in Mark's gospel because um, the sayings of Jesus were so profound and he said them probably quite often, that they stayed in people's minds. But over time, they lost the context. And um, so Matthew is sort of like regurgitating, I'm sorry, Mark is regurgitating these sayings of Jesus in today's uh, gospel. Um, I would like to just focus on the first one. The first saying is that um, Jesus says, does, you know, is a lamp brought in to be placed under a bushel basket or under a bed and not to be placed on a lampstand. Um, This is a very interesting saying because uh, obviously we don't put a lamp under a basket. Uh, We don't put it under the bed unless we're looking for something. Um, A lamp is to be put on a lampstand so it can light up the whole room and and, uh, help us to see. Uh, so, um, Mark uh, shares this passage of Jesus, one of Jesus' famous sayings with us today. And it has uh, a lot of import for the early church community. Because basically what he's saying is, to be a Christian, um, you need to let your light shine. Um, this is not a private thing. We need to be able to witness to our faith. And 
in the early church, that, that could mean life or death. Um, Christians were persecuted in the early church. And at the time that Mark would have written this gospel, um, people certainly in the Christian community were being persecuted. And to stand up and give witness, or to let your light shine, for example, to stand up and give witness to Jesus Christ um, could mean that you would be giving up your life. Um, so it was a call to courage or a courageous witness in the early church. Today we celebrate the feast of a great saint who let his light shine, St. Thomas Aquinas. Thomas was born probably around the year 1225 um, in the uh, place called Aquino in Italy. He was born into a well-to-do family. Um, his father was the Duke of Aquino, and his uncle, at the time of Thomas's birth, was the abbot of the famous Benedictine monastery of Monte Cassino, the first Benedictine abbey. As the youngest son in the family, it was expected that Thomas would become, like his uncle, a powerful abbot, uh, somebody who would wield a lot of influence. And so Thomas was sent off to the University of Naples, where he began his studies. At the age of 19, however, Thomas decides to join a relatively new order in the church, founded by St. Dominic in, 19, in 1211, which this new group has come to be called the Dominicans, simply named after St. Dominic. And this, Thomas's decision is like a slap in the face to his father, as it's like he's disowning his family. His father was not very happy about Thomas's decision. And so he has Thomas's brothers kidnap him and lock him up in the family castle, hoping that he would change his mind. The father also tried to tempt um, Thomas with the pleasures of, of the flesh. He got his brothers to hire prostitutes to try to tempt Thomas, to try to break his spirit and break his resolve. But according to the tradition, Thomas chases the women out and with a, a, a brand from the fire, he traces a cross on the door, warding off temptations to his 19-year-old flesh. After a year, an entire year of imprisonment, Thomas's mother finally intervenes, and in the middle of the night, she allows for a window in his room to remain open, and away Thomas flees. He escapes first to Rome, and then on to Paris, and then in 1245, in Paris, he studies under, under one of the great minds of the time, St. Albert the Great. After completing his studies, Thomas begins to teach in Paris, then in Cologne, Germany, and then finally in Rome. Thomas dies at the young age of 49, but by that time he had left a prolific legacy of writings, the most famous of which is his Summa Theologica. Thomas is most famous for his balance between faith 
and reason. In Thomas's mind, he says, grace perfects reason. Um, so Thomas hands, hands on to us and he becomes one of the great lights of the church in the Middle Ages. And really, um, he's influenced the church right down to our own time through his scholastic philosophy and uh, his, his way of um, answering questions through his summa. And he certainly uh, gave the church this wonderful light of reason, um, how, he, how he says that um, we are born with natural reason, but it's not enough. We need faith to perfect, or grace to perfect our reason. And so Thomas's uh, scholastic philo philosophy, which um, is simply called Thomism, um, really influenced the church throughout the centuries. And so we have a great debt of gratitude we, that we owe to this wonderful saint who we celebrate today. Thomas once said to uh, St. Bonaventure that his greatest source of knowledge was not books. His greatest source of knowledge was the crucifix. So we could see just in that statement that Thomas had this great devotion um, to the crucified Christ, that he meditated for many, many hours um, and allowing uh, Jesus to speak to him uh, through his prayer. And so we, we pray to St. Thomas today and we ask this, this wonderful great light um, to illumine us with the gift of faith, that this faith could illuminate, illuminate our reason so that we can become more faithful followers of not only St. Thomas, but of Jesus himself. May God bless you all.